Well, here we are. I really don't even feel like doing this episode, to be honest with you. I've got a gun to my head. Am I in control of the gun? Who's in control of the gun? That's the question of the day. Um, saw a post earlier today. Let me, uh, maybe this isn't the right gun. Let me, let's try something else here. Let's see. Maybe this is the right gun. A little 380. That was a 357. Maybe the 380 is the better gun to do the job. Maybe I kill myself. Maybe I kill some, uh, some other people. Maybe. I don't know. Let's see. Maybe this is, maybe this is the, the winner right here. A little, uh, little nine millimeter. Maybe, uh, maybe this does the job. Maybe this is the method to my madness. Maybe, maybe not. Let's uh, see what we got in here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's pull this guy out. What's this guy doing in here? This is uh, kind of some old West style right here. Uh, do I pull the trigger? Am I strong enough not to pull the trigger? What do I do? Well, what I do is I put all this stuff away and I don't kill myself. I don't kill anybody because I have self-control. Do I, do I necessarily like the Second Amendment? No, I don't necessarily like it. I don't think we need guns at all, to be honest with you. You know, there was a time back when uh, we thought the government was going to be squirrely and maybe overthrow the people. You know, we were trying to escape the British reign and whatever. There was a time where we maybe needed some guns. We maybe needed some guns to protect ourselves. But I think we're in a, in a much different place nowadays to where I don't, I don't think we need to be an armed militia. That things are not going to go that crazy. And even if they do... The military and the government has all the fucking guns. They got the tanks. They got the bazookas. They got the flamethrowers. They got all kind of bullshit. What are we going to do with a couple? You know, I got four guns sitting here, four handguns sitting here. What am I going to do with those? You know, somebody else made a post today that, um, you know, everybody's talking about it being a mental health issue. And it's not really a mental health issue that it's just uh, hate and that this guy had a manifesto and he... He spelled everything out, and he, he had it all planned out to a T. Um, how is that not still a mental health issue? I mean, you're still wanting to to kill other people. That, to me, is a mental health issue, no matter how you uh, want to spin it. It may not be, um, you know, a classic. Well, it is. I mean, it's a mental health issue. If, if you have the intent to go out and take one of these guns or take some of your other guns or your AR-15s or M-16s or whatever, M-4s, whatever the, the gun of choice is that you have, if you have the inclination and, the, and the, the will to take that gun out and just shoot innocent people for no fucking reason whatsoever besides just the reason your ego and um, um, the thoughts that are in your head, then yeah, that is a mental health issue. I don't care how you look at it. Something is wrong with that person's brain. It's not firing on all cylinders. Any Anytime that you think you could take somebody else's life for really no reason whatsoever. Now, you may have a reason in your head. Sure. But is that reason rational? And that's what the question is. Um, and it's not. There's no rational reason to want to do that. 
So it is a mental health issue, no matter how you look at it. Now, the question is, how do we get the guns out of these, uh, you know, mentally ill people's hands? You know, I've got four guns sitting here. I could have shot myself. I could go out. I could go down the street and shoot some, uh, shoot some neighbors. I could go to the grocery store and shoot up the grocery store because I'm mad that they didn't have the, uh, the hair product that I was looking for today when I was there just a minute ago. I could, um, I could go down to the electric company and, um, or to the AC store, Home Depot, Lowe's, and shoot up the store because my AC is broken right now. It's 85 fucking degrees in my house, and I'm pissed off about that. I could go down there and shoot up something um, because I'm, I'm angry, and I'm pissed off, and I'm fed up with the, with the government and with the rules and with the electric, electricity bill that i got to pay every damn year. And now I don't even have a, 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 an AC unit. But I don't because I have the mental capacity to reason through all that and say, don't go shoot somebody <laughs> because I've got the mental strength and the know-how and the, and the upbringing and the genetics and whatever else you want to roll into it. I, I know that I should not do that. I may have thoughts of that. And I think a lot of us do have thoughts of, of, uh, of killing ourselves or killing other people. And that is, um, that's a true story. But the people without the mental health issues are the ones that can decide not to do that. I'm sorry, I got my dad calling me here. I, I emailed him and said that my fucking AC was out. So <sighs> luckily I have another AC unit up here in, in the studio. So I will be comfortable up here. But um, it's not comfortable downstairs at all. But... So I don't know, guys. I don't know what the what the solution is uh, with the gun problem, uh, with the mass shootings. You know, and uh, you know, people have been shooting each other and killing each other since the dawn of time. Since man and woman was around, we have been killing people for land, for money, for women, for um, property, for food. It's always happened. Um, is happening on a bigger scale now. Why? Because we have more people. The more people you have, the more shootings you have, the more killings you have, the more um, shopping you have, the more everything you have, really, the more driving you have, the more car accidents you have, the more illnesses you have, the more population you have, um, the more you're going to see of everything. So that's why you see more uh, Murders and killings and whatever in Chicago or in New York City or in Los Angeles or any of the, the more populated cities, you know, people say, oh, I want to go to, you know, rural, rural, hey, I can't even say that word. I want to go to North Dakota because there's, you know, there's no shootings going on there. Well, yeah, there's no people there. That's why <laughs> when you have more people and you have more uh, values and you have more religions and you have more ethnicities they come together, you have more conflict, and you're going to have more uh, of everything, whether it be uh, buying stuff or whether it be shooting people. So population makes a difference. We continue to be more and more populated in, in the world and definitely in the United States. We have more people coming in, um, whether it be legally or whether it be legally. Uh, we have more people being born than ever. Although that, that trend is going down, I think. I think there's more people that are not having families and not having kids and not getting married. So I think the trend is going down. 
slightly, but when you have more population, you're going to have more stuff going on. And then the other problem is, you know, we're on social media all the time and we see what 7 billion people in the world are doing. And when you, when you see that, it's on a scale that you just cannot fathom. And you think that the world is in chaos and the world is in shambles and that everything is going to shit because you're seeing all this stuff going on and it's all just inundating you and it's just over, overwhelming. But it's really just, it's just more content than what your brain can process. So it's not really more. It's pretty much statistically the same if you think of the amount of people to the amount of shit that's happening. Um, but the biggest thing is that we're seeing it all happen. So it used to be you just saw what happened in your town. You know, you got your local gazette, your local newspaper, whatever, and you saw that uh, 7-Eleven got robbed the other night and one person was injured. Um, now you see that, you know, 5,000 7-Elevens were robbed and people were injured. And it's just, it's too much. It's too much for our brains to process. And we think that it, the world is coming to an end. It's Armageddon. But it's not. It's the same amount of killing, probably less, if you look at it statistically from, you know, the Mongols to the Mayans to the Roman Empire to whatever age you want to go look at, uh, the amount of death and, uh, and killings and slaughters and mass shootings that have happened or that happen now really don't compare to the amount of killing that uh, we've had in the past. So I think we're a more civil society, but... That doesn't say that we need that we don't need to look at it. We don't need to try and figure out what the problem is and how we can can make it even less. How we can remedy it. Are we ever going to have a society where this doesn't happen? I don't think so. Now I'm a pretty positive guy, and I pretty much think that we can fix any problem if we put our minds to it. This might be a problem that we'll never see fixed in our lifetime, but I think that it can be fixed to an extent, and definitely lessened. But again, it is nothing in comparison to uh, the murders and killings that have happened in the past. So I think we just all need to relax. Um, I don't think we need to be complacent. I don't think we need to just ignore it. I think we need to figure out a way for better gun control. You know, is this gun control, the gun control that I did not pull the trigger. That's the gun control. The human is in control of the gun, and, and that's the only gun control. No, because not all humans are like me or like you that's listening to the show that hasn't shot anybody or hasn't done a mass shooting or hasn't shot themselves or committed suicide. We are not all the same. We are all chemically and biologically made up a little bit different, and some people's wiring is off. And that's the problem. The problem is there are some people out there, quite a few, that that have a screw loose, as they say. And it's not really a screw. It's wiring. It's brain. It's chemistry. It's uh, chemicals. It's uh, synapses. It's firing of um, electricity. And some people's electricity is just not working correctly. The, the thing that we need to figure out is how do we find those people? How do we identify those people? How do we make sure that we take those guns away from those people or not allow them to get those guns in the first place? That is the conversation that needs to be had. Um, yeah. The argument can be made as well 
that if there were no guns, then that person that has a chemical or a screw loose or whatever doesn't have the means to do that mass killing. And everybody always does this stupid fucking argument. Oh, well, they've got a knife or they got a baseball bat or they got a fucking car or whatever. Give me a fucking break. You cannot go out and mass kill somebody with a goddamn knife or with a baseball bat or with nunchucks. I mean, it's a totally different uh, weapon. So to, to put that argument out there that somebody people that want to kill people are going to find a way to kill people. Yeah, well, they fucking are. But they won't kill as many people, and that's a start. So if we can get these guns out of the hands of these people, that is a start. And you've got to start somewhere. Something has to happen. Something has to give. And if it means taking away some guns and getting some guns off the street, then so be it. That's what we need to do. And nobody's taking away your goddamn rights. If you're mentally stable and you can handle a gun and you can take that gun and have 50 of them and not kill somebody or not kill yourself, then so be it. That's you. But there are people out there that cannot handle it. And they need some screening and they need, some, uh, they need to have things taken away from them. So, I don't know. That's my two cents worth, I guess. I did not want to, I wasn't even going to do an episode tonight. And I know I say that all the time. And I really do say that all the time. And I really do mean it all the time that I wasn't going to do an episode. Um, I told a, a friend of mine today, I said, I, I just don't feel it. I don't feel like doing one. I really don't. I've, sometimes I wonder if I even want to continue to do this show at all. Because I've told you time and time again, it's a lot of work. And, you know, just getting started today, I had to... I had to make sure I had a fresh battery in the camera. I had to make sure I got the memory card out of my other computer and put it into this, uh, into the GoPro. I didn't even make sure that it was formatted, so I might not even have enough space on the card. Uh, so that's another thing you got to do. I got to make sure that the uh, the computers are updated and that the Audacity works and that it comes on. I got to make sure that the Bose works. I got to make sure I got a battery in the uh, in the um, headphone amplifier. I got to make sure that the headphones are plugged in. Just a bunch of bullshit that. For one person, it's it's a pain in the ass sometimes, and I love it. I love doing it. I love talking. I love um, trying to make a point. I love trying to uh, sometimes cause some controversy. I love to uh, try and make the world a better place. I mean, I think that's really what my main job here is to try and point out some inconsistencies and some things that we're doing in the world that I think we could do better. Um. But it's a pain in the ass to do this damn show. But I'm going to do it. Because I think there are people out there that get a benefit out of it. And if, if that's the case, then my job is done. I mean, that, that's really really what I'm trying to accomplish here. Is to try and help uh, local business artists, or business, uh, business people, uh, local artists, musicians, um, breweries, the craft beer scene, uh, homegrown brew house, um, the world in general, whatever, I'm trying to make a difference. And if this reaches one person, two people, three, five, ten, then I'm a happy guy. But it's it's, it's a pain in my ass right now. <laughs> really. Um, but let's move on. Oh, my dad left me a voicemail. He's probably going to say, oh, what's going on with it? Why is it uh, messing up? I don't know, Dad. All I know is I woke up this morning and I was uh, sweating Excuse me. I had the uh, had the the thermostat set to seventy three. Excuse me again. And um, when I woke up this morning and looked at the at the uh, display, it was only at seventy six degrees, even though I had it set at seventy three. So something is definitely wrong. It's not cutting on. 
when I came home uh, just a little while ago, it is 85 degrees, and I've got it set. I had it set at 77, so it wasn't even maintaining 77. So something is not on. I flipped everything on and off on the uh, on the um, thermostat. I went out to the garage, flipped the breaker for the uh, for the outside AC. I went to the AC unit itself, and there's um, two fuse boxes on either side of the AC. I pulled both of the fuses out, reinserted them. Uh, they looked fine. <clears throat> I'm upstairs now, so the AC unit is working up here, but um, I'm going to go down here shortly and see if any of that stuff made a difference, but I don't think it did. I, I don't think the unit's cutting on. <sighs> That's going to be a pain in the ass. The other unit I had replaced, I don't know, two years ago. Uh, it got struck by lightning during one of our big storms that we have here occasionally. 5000 bucks to replace that, and it's about half the size of the unit that runs the, the downstairs of this house. So, oh, it's going to be a pain in my ass and my wallet to... Um, to get that fixed. Maybe it just needs charging. Maybe it's just out of uh, Freon or whatever. It just needs uh, servicing. A couple hundred bucks maybe. Hopefully that is the case. But If not, you know, a crazy person or somebody with a mental health issue might take one of these guns and go shoot somebody. But that's not me. I don't care how you shake it. I'm going to say it again. Anybody that is going out and shooting somebody over something like that, or over something uh, like politics, or over something like religion, is mentally ill. 100%. Fact. They are mentally, there's something wrong with them mentally. Um, you can say they're filled with hate. Well, that's fine. But that hate, there's a lot of people filled with hate, and they don't go out shooting anybody because they're mentally stable and capable of making a decision not to do that. So. Um, what else? What did I have? Did I even have anything written down here? Let's see. Let's see. Let's take a look at some notes. Had a phlebotomy today. I've been feeling like crap the entire week and uh, went to the VA this morning. I uh, had my blood work uh, on Friday. I always have my blood work on Friday at the Trident VA Center and then uh, make a phone call Monday morning and say, Hey, how, are, how was my blood count? Uh, do I need to come in and have my phlebotomy? And, you know, that's once a month right now. So every Monday I call and say, hey, I'm just trying to, I'm just calling to see if I need to come in today. And every time they say yes. So my, uh, my levels are not, levels are not staying down for whatever reason. I don't know why. So I went in, got a little bit of, uh, blood in my arm. I had my wrap, you know, they put that Coban on there and, uh, gauze wrap you up. They tell you to take it off in an hour. I leave it on there forever, so I left it on for three hours today, and I, when I took it off, blood came, comes pouring out of my arm, so it's not even clotting like it's supposed to. I don't know. It's a pain in the ass, but... And then the second time in a row I've gone in there, normally I'll go in, you know, my blood pressure is a little bit high because my blood has gotten thick, um, viscous, and there's a lot of pressure in the veins, arteries, whatever. And uh, my blood pressure is always a little high before the procedure. Well, normally the procedure happens, and then afterwards my blood pressure has gone down. There's less pressure. Uh, twice now, the last two times, my blood pressure has gone up after the procedure. And 
the nurse, both times, uh, neither one of them, two different nurses, had an explanation for it. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, well, yeah, it is weird. Can you give me an explanation as to why that might happen? It just makes no sense at all. So uh, last week or last month, I had to sit there about an extra hour to um, allow my blood pressure to go back down well enough for them to say, okay, I think you can go home now. And they, they didn't even want to let me go last time. But today it went down a little bit quicker, a little bit more quickly, however you want to say it. And uh, they let me go. But yeah, something weird, man. I don't know. This thing is, uh, seems like it's progressing. Um, definitely because of the you know amount of time I have to, to go in now. It used to be every two, three months, even four or six months at one point, but now it's uh, every single month. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, what else? Uh, we had Homegrown over the weekend. We did um, Studio 117, had an event at Homegrown, 117 South Main Street. And this week, uh, August 3rd, was Blue Spear. They made their return to Studio 117. They played back in April, I want to say. And they, they had a packed show back in April. Uh, we could have fit a few more people back in, in there back in that time frame. But this time, it was standing room only. And I was out working the door a couple times. I couldn't let any more people in. There was no room for anybody else to come in there. So a very successful event. Eh, a couple sound issues, but, you know, that happens at any venue. I don't care who you are. If you're in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand, sometimes you got a sound issue. Uh, we had a little sound issue, took a little uh, break, a little hiatus for 10 minutes or so, fixed it, came back in, rocked the house out. The um, second best sales night in the history of Homegrown Brew House in the six years they've been open, so I feel proud to have been a part of that and to have helped make that happen we had uh, we had one two three four we had six of us on staff um, Saturday night really five realistically I was just there hosting the event but I ended up helping um, and it was just chaos man it was a, we got we got to find a little bit better way to handle the the chaos on these uh, studio 117 nights and just in general the uh the days are getting more and more busy especially the weekends thursday friday saturday so we need to try and figure out a way to manage that a little bit better i think we did a fairly good job but you know there's a few people that walked out and a few people that said um sorry you're not serving me fast enough and you know what can you do i mean you have to grow with the growth itself. So if you can't predict that growth, then sometimes uh, you get stuck, you know, and, and all you can do is say, well, next time we need to have this many people or next time we need to do this or next time we need to do that. So all you can do is learn from that experience and, and chalk it up to, to a learning experience and say, okay, next time we'll do this. You can't sit and cry about it and say, oh, uh, we should have done that or we should have done this. We can say, well, the next time we will do this, we will do that. Uh, you just got to move on. You can't live in the past and and worry about it. So it's done. Next time we'll do a better job. You know, August 17th, we have 40 Mile Detour coming in there. That'll be their first time in Studio 117. Super excited about that. I think they're going to bring just as big a crowd in there as we had this past Saturday for Blue Spear. 
So yeah, we got to put our thinking caps on and, and start planning for that and making sure that that we get all of our ducks in a row, as they say, for that next event. So that was the weekend. Uh, we had Ron Daniel on Friday. We had um, uh, who did we have on Thursday. We had Afterglow on Thursday. It was a good week. It's a good week. Good week. Studio One Seventeen is doing very well. Well, actually, we just started a a, a Facebook page. So if you go on Facebook and type in Studio One Seventeen, you'll find that page. Please like it and uh, share it and invite your friends to it if you would. Um, and as a matter of fact, just on the the podcast itself, I would appreciate if you would, however you're listening to this, whether it be on Podbean or iTunes or, or Spotify or Google Play, YouTube, whatever. Um, Subscribe, hit all the like buttons, the share buttons, the, the notification buttons, um, any of the buttons that you can hit, whatever it may be, hit those buttons, help support this podcast, and help share it with others, and um, let's get this thing to take it to the next level, guys, really, that's what I'm saying, that's what I'm asking of you, I, I hope that you enjoyed enough to share it with other people. And I think that's it, man. I'm going to call it a night. I just wanted to talk a little bit about guns and say, look, you know, we need to figure this thing out, man. And it's not Trump's fault. It's not uh, It's not the right's fault, the left's fault, Democrats, Republicans. It's not uh, race's fault. It's the fault of the people that are doing it. But we got to figure out how to not allow them to do it, uh, not to allow these mentally ill people to kill innocent people. That's what we have to figure out. We, we don't need to name call. We don't need to blame all these uh, entities because they're not the ones holding the gun. Um, do I think we need to get rid of some guns? Yes, I do. I think we have way too many guns in this country. And uh, they're in the hands of the wrong people. And, you know, everybody will say, well, how do you get them out of the hands of the wrong people? You know, criminals are always going to have to find a way to get guns. Well, that's fine. But if there's less guns to get, then it's harder for the fucking criminals. So, God damn it, let's make an effort here. Nobody wants your guns. If you're a responsible gun owner and you're mentally stable and you're healthy and you've had the proper training and you've had the proper vetting and you paid for it and you, and you, and you know how to handle it and you know how to lock it up and how to keep it out of the hands of the bad people, then fine, keep your goddamn guns, but we gotta get it out of the hands of the people that are killing people. That's it. That's the bottom line. So let's figure out how to do that. Let's everybody put their heads together and figure out a solution instead of pointing fingers at other people. Can we do that? Anyway, before I sign off, I'm drinking a I'm going to drink it out of the can. I don't give a fuck right now. Lefty Lucy from uh, Revelry Brewing Company. They've kind of redone all their cans, and they've got some new uh, some new artwork, and they're kind of all fancy and cartoonish looking. Really cool. This is uh, Lefty Lucy. It's an India Pale Ale. <sighs> Let's take a look real quick and see what Untapped says about it. Lefty. How do you spell that? Lefty. Left, Ooh. lefty, Lucy. There we go. It's an IPA. It's 7.7% ABV or alcohol by volume, 65 IBUs or international bittering units. 
I've checked in a few times to this. Uh, I give it a 3.75. It's got an average 3.74. And our old school topic, our old school topic, I think it's supposed to say tip of the hat to the West Coast IPA. Brewed to a dry, crisp finish with a crunching, quenching, double dry hop of Cascades. Definitely West Coast uh, style for sure. I like it. I dig it. I think uh, I think it's a good beer. That's by Revelry Brewing Company here in downtown Charleston. If you haven't been to their rooftop, get over there and check them out. That's all I got, guys. It's going to be a short one. We are 28 minutes in or so. I'm signing off. That's all I got to say. Put your heads together. If you want to, email me, text me, message me on any of the platforms and give me your ideas of what we do for uh, stopping these mass shootings and these killings uh, in the United States and anywhere else in the world because it's it, we're all humans. We're all humanity. We're all working together. Um, I love Ireland. I love the United Kingdom. I love Japan. I love China just as much as I love the United States of America. We're all in this together. Um, we all need to be in this together or we're all going to be gone together. So let's figure out how to fix this, fix this thing, guys, all right? And uh, send me your, your comments, your suggestions, and uh, we'll see what we can do here at the local level and start from there. That's all you can do. Tend to the garden. All right, I'm rambling, guys. I'll talk to you soon.